How are we doing, Steppers? We are back with another episode of the Directed Steps podcast based on Proverbs 16.9, which says, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Would you rather be stepping in your own steps or would you rather be stepping in the Lord's steps? Today, we have another guest. His name is Joshua Hunter. And we're gonna talk about how the Lord directs his steps in his process of career choice and how he feels like the Lord is directing him to the glory of God in his calling in his career. So yeah, Joshua, do you wanna say what's up to the people? How you guys doing? Yes, sir. So I met Joshua about half a year ago at an AU campus ministry called Engage. And man, I love this dude. Um, I, I have a, we, we became close over this past six months and you know, we're just growing as friends. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad to see, you know, he's growing in the Lord and facing the trials and tribulations with the name of Jesus behind his back. So yeah, Joshua, you want to kind of briefly explain, you know, how you came to the saving grace of Jesus? So I was raised in a Christian household and I went to a, a Christian private school from fourth grade to about seventh grade. But I believe even while I was there, I um, I wasn't truly saved until I actually started working on it myself because we were being taught the stuff there. But we never really taught like salvation and stuff like that. We were taught about who Jesus was, but we never taught salvation. Mm-hmm. But I believe, and I'm sure it's the story for many people, but like, like a youth ministry, like those getaways and stuff like that. That's when I truly started to learn more about it and like how to follow the Lord accept him and all that stuff and then that, shortly after that i was baptized and that's how i truly came to a saving grace so around 14 and through youth ministry that's awesome man that's it's always a blessing to hear you know other people's grace stories i think a lot of people that are younger they it's usually in those youth ministries and that kind of goes to show like how much of a big impact those youth ministries have on kids and that, that's another part of my story too is you know getting saved in the youth ministry and you know this kind of makes me think about Colossians 2, 12 through 14, it says, for you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. Baptized, right, being the symbol of our salvation. And with him, you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. So it is it is the power of God alone that has saved you. Not the baptism, but it is actually God who has saved us through Christ who raised from the dead. And you were dead because of your sins, and because of your sinful nature was not yet cut away, then God made you alive with Christ, for he, he forgave all your sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. And that's just a beautiful thing, how God forgives us, not because of what we did, but because of what Jesus did on the cross. So that's just kind of your salvation story. Have you always wanted to become an attorney or was it something that God put on your heart? How did you find interest in this career path? I guess it's something that God put on my heart because before I wanted to actually become an attorney, I had like a different mindset. I wanted to just make money really. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that becoming an attorney is going to make a lot of money, but not the position I want to get into. I want to be a state's attorney, like a prosecutor. You want to explain that a little bit? So a prosecutor is like the one that brings the charges against somebody else. Okay. So like you're working for the state more than you're working for like a, being like a private defense attorney, okay. which is where you're making all the money and you're defending people. Okay. But um, I want to become a prosecutor. I'm not really sure how it got put on my heart. I just kind of woke up one day, I guess, and I was like, oh, I want to be an attorney. I mean, that's how God works. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess ever since then, like, the Lord's just been putting me in the right path, like, putting me, like, giving me connections with people that have already been attorneys or mm. have gone to law school. Or, like, they want to take the same path as me. Mm. Because I want to become an attorney, and then I'm become a politician. And I met people, and I, like, I've had, like, internships and opportunities to see what it's like to be an attorney and be, like, a politician. So I feel like it's, the Lord's been kind of helping me follow that dream and follow that goal. That's that's interesting, man. It's awesome to hear like 
the people that the Lord puts in your life and you know that that draws you to his calling and his purpose and, and sometimes in the moment it doesn't feel like you don't know exactly where you're going but then you know the Lord throws something in your path and it, it opens up a door and then you're just like dang I'm here like how did I get here yeah yeah but that's how the Lord works man it's through faith I'm trusting that he's going to provide those connections and us just being faithful to what he's put in our path so yeah I think I think something that I kind of want to touch on right here is the difference between career and calling. Today we're doing a talk about career and another episode I'm doing on calling and they aren't synonymous. Sometimes a career doesn't always mean it is your calling, but sometimes in certain instances it can be. And I think in Joshua's instance, his career as a possible attorney or politician could be his calling. But I kind of want to just like separate these two. I think that an attorney could be a good instance of this by being somebody who is defending justice because God is a just God and these, these wrongdoings that people do don't go unseen. A passage in scripture that makes me think about this is Romans 13 that kind of talks about being obedient to governing authorities and how we should submit to these authorities over us that are through the government because it is for our good that the law is from God and that it will protect us from possible dangerous scenarios that are not helpful to society, right? And so a couple of examples of this is that Jesus made a career out of being a carpenter, but his calling was to be the savior of humanity, right? And Paul made a career out of making tents, but his calling was to spread the gospel to the Gentiles. But in certain instances, a career can be a calling. And I think in Joshua's case, it could be pretty interesting to see where he, he goes and how the Lord directs his steps in this path. So Joshua, I kind of want to ask you this question. How do you see this career path giving glory to God? I believe it's going to help me be a leader and lead people to the Lord, honestly, because okay. being an attorney, you have to, of course, like you're in the court all day, but you're also giving people like a second chance. And with that second chance, you have a couple of different options. You can either just go back and do the same thing or you can actually turn your ways around. Mm -hmm. And so I believe being an attorney, it will kind of help me like get in the lives of people that deserve that second chance and hopefully I can give them that second chance when I'm prosecuting. But then also hopefully empowers me to be a leader for other people that don't know where to go and that like don't know, like they have no other way to turn, like they're raised in a bad area and they have no other way to turn and they want to try anything else. So hopefully I can be like that leader for them and hopefully lead them to the right path. Mm. What do you think about being a role model for the next generation of kids that are coming up, you know, that, that grow up in broken homes and they see all this damaging stuff that's going on in society. How do you feel like as an attorney, you could help turn those kids' lives around? Honestly, I'm not sure how much of it as an attorney, but hopefully as a politician I could, okay. just because as a politician, hopefully I can have more of a voice in the community because I was, um, this is a little bit of my background, I was a youth table leader actually at my church okay. from kids from sixth grade to eighth grade. And a couple of students I still keep in touch with and like we just hang out every now and then. But like it's cool being able to see like how much they grow and also how much you can teach them as they're growing. Because not many people have like that older brother that like some people need, but I feel like having like a older person like just guiding you and leading you places is always gonna help. So hopefully being an attorney and a politician helps me get the voice that I need so I can like be active in the community and hopefully lead kids the right way and just show them a different side besides just a broken side. Dude, that's that's so cool, man. I think that that provides the hope that we need. And a couple of verses that come to my mind is Colossians 3.23 that says, work willing at whatever you do as though you're working for the Lord rather than people. This is a mission from God put on your heart and you don't know the steps that, that God's gonna take you to, but just being obedient in each and every step that the Lord directs in your path 
you know, doing it for the Lord instead of doing it for people is, is always going to impact the people around you, right? I think the greatest commandment is love the Lord God with all your heart, your might, and your soul. And then the following commandment after that is love people as yourself. And the more you love God, the more it bleeds out to the, those around you. And I think, I think there's something beautiful about that. But anyway, the next question that I would like to ask is what are some difficulties in the pursuit of this career that God is directing you through? Like what is making this challenging? How is the Lord directing you through the difficulties of this pursuit of this career? The stereotypes that people have already. Like when you hear like an attorney or some of the people that are like always in the nice suits, but they're always like, they're making all this money and they're mm -hmm. just different all the bad people and stuff like that. So I feel like just getting past those stereotypes and said like, no, I don't want to go for it for the money, but I actually want to go to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Because like when you hear the word attorney, like I said before, everybody always thinks like the big defense attorneys that are like out on Wall Street or like the corporate attorneys that are just making all that money and like they're in those million dollar homes and stuff like that. But you never really hear much about like the prosecutors. Like you always hear about the bad side of the law, I guess you could say, and I like the good side. How do you feel like you're going to, as the Lord directs your steps, how do you feel like the Lord is directing you to break those stereotypes, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. That's a good question. I guess just making sure that I'm always in it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Like I never really changed my mind and say like, oh, I was a prosecutor, but now I want to go to this side. But like yeah. I always like make sure I have my, like, my mind set on that and just show attorneys aren't always bad people, but right. they actually do try and help people out as well. Yeah, just like doing it unto the Lord, mm -hmm. right? You're just like always guided by what the Lord has said. I think about how Jesus, he got killed for claiming truth. And so like a lot of people are going to say, you're doing this wrong. You're not doing the right thing. You're such a dirty attorney. How could you choose this career? How do you sleep at night? Mm -hmm. You know, people could say that, but deep down, you know, you're in the word and you're, you're trusting that the Lord is putting this before you and you're, you're following biblical principles. Those people get shut out, right? And just following what the Lord has to put on your heart and not what other people are trying to tell you. Because I think a lot of people are quote unquote haters, you know, <laughs> or just like, they don't know what is in your mind. So mm -hmm. I think I think that's interesting, man. It makes me think of 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 10. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life may also be seen in our bodies. This can make me go on to a rant. I see a lot of Christians being like, why would God make you suffer? That's such an unloving God. What would a life be without challenges? That's true. It would be so boring. And these things are hard, but God knows we can get through them and he wants us to trust on him that he's gonna get us through those steps. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just interesting, you know, how we have these troubles on all sides, but we are not crushed mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. We are never abandoned. We can get through it. And, and the great thing about being a believer is that we already have victory in the name of Jesus. Death does not mean that we lost. Mm -hmm. Death is just the beginning of eternity mm -hmm. for us. We already won. Now we're just representing Jesus on this side of eternity. Mm -hmm. And we're helping people see the light of Jesus through the sacrifice that is our lives mm -hmm. unto the Lord. Uh, sorry for my little tangent there. You're all good. <laughs> but and I think you kind of just touched on this. but. A lot of people may think that attorneys have deceitful intentions while leveraging their skills to help their clients. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel like morality will play a role in your skill set? 
I mean, just how what I said earlier, just like stay and make sure I stay rooted to, I guess my faith will be the right word, yeah. uh, word to use for this. I went to a Christian school, so I have to make sure I keep that at the center of my beliefs and I'm making sure I'm sticking true to that. And I stick true to what society wants me to do, but I stick true to what I know. I stick true to what I know is true. I immediately think of like morality in itself. God created the Ten Commandments and the law so that we know what is good and what is not. And I even think about today's justice system, like a lot of these principles are from mm -hmm. that original law mm -hmm. that came from you know the Old Testament. Because we know deep down these things are bad and they're bad for society. And you know, also I, I think of like the golden rule, which is in Matthew 7, 12. I don't know if you went to like grade school or your homeschool or public, you know, private. But I remember when I was in grade school, there was a poster on the wall that had the golden rule on it. And I never knew this was a Bible verse, mm -hmm. but it says do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence that all things is taught in the law and the prophets. We should treat others the way you want to be treated is essentially how that goes. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about that you feel like you didn't get the chance to? Um, maybe something mid-convo that you feel like the Lord's pressed on your heart to you know, dive deeper into um, during this conversation? Not that I can think of, man, but I mean, I truly enjoyed the conversation. It's <laughs> just like the Bible verses that you applied to it. Yeah. I truly enjoyed it. Thank you, man. So this is kind of the end of the questions now. And if I was to give you guys a call to action, kind of tying back to Colossians 3.23, do what you're doing in your career unto the Lord, not as if you're doing it for people. Remember, you are a servant in all things that you do. And we're a representative of Christ in all these things, right? Your career may not be your calling. And that is okay. Pursue your calling elsewhere. But if you are in a career, represent Christ. Don't be, don't be complaining. Don't be arguing maliciously, I suppose I should say. And just try to love your neighbor as yourself and be the light of the world that Jesus Carl called us to be. So this is the first guest of the Directed Steps podcast. You never know, I could become the Christian Joe Rogan. So <laughs> no, I'm just playing. There's so many other uh, Christian creators out there that are way too advanced. <laughs> uh, that are much closer to the Christian Joe Rogan. But <laughs> it's been a pleasure. We're talking about career today and how, you know, the Lord directs your steps in that aspect. Next week, we're going to have Mr. Wolfington come on. He's the AU chaplain. He's going to talk about calling, which is very closely related to this podcast. And it's a pleasure to always come here and, you know, discuss the things of the Lord and how the Lord's working in other people's lives. This is Dylan Tuttle, your host of the Directed Steps podcast. Thank you guys for listening. The Directed Steps podcast is brought to you by Pixabay royalty-free music and Bible translations such as the New Living Translation and the New King James Version. Mm -hmm.